Constructing your life is about much more than just building a bank account. Each week, join real estate entrepreneur and mindset coach Austin Linney as he interviews guests who are constructing their dream lives and impacting the world around them on a daily basis. If you're an entrepreneur or wanting to start a business or you just want to hear motivating stories of how others have overcome the odds, you are in the right place. And now for your host, Austin Linney. Guys, welcome back to Construct Your Life and in pure fashion. We should record the t- conversations before the podcast. Uh, I've, Joel, I've always talked about doing a, you know, you know when you talk to your mentors on the phone or like a good friend yeah. and you're like, you're like, fuck, that should have been recorded. That shit was yes. fucking gold. Like I yes. want to create a podcast called In the Vault, right? Like it's all the behind yes. the scenes comments. Com- because it was funny. Uh, by the way, this is Joel Cochran. We'll get to the podcast in just a second, but I yeah. was looking through. So my buddy manages $5 billion for UT. He's mm-hmm. like been mm-hmm. my friend since forever. And he's like one of the smartest guys I ever met. I was looking for something in our text chain yesterday, like a, something he sent me. And I went yeah. through and I was like, dude, this is fucking gold. Like I'm like <laughs> so many quotes. And then it was like all at like 5 a.m. And now he has two kids. So we don't talk all the time, but right. you know, to talk about what we were talking about, sim- simplicity is kind of my word of the year uh, mm-hmm. for everything, right? And so, guys, this right. is Joel. Uh, he's a high-level coach. He's a fun- he's a badass. And you know, with my um, there's two. I'll give you two options. You get to pick. This is like choose your adventure. You can either tell people it. who you are. You can either tell people who you are, or we can just jump into a conversation. All right, let's jump in. I'm in. Okay, perfect. All right, so. You were saying, because you, you're, uh, you're a high-performance coach, but also yep. you know, health is a focus for you. Yep. And uh, this is kind of something that is coming up in all my clients right now is business might be great. Um, even they're happy, but health-wise, mm. there's a lot of excuses that are available mm-hmm. to not put a focus on your health. I'm going to make money mm-hmm. and I'm going to get here and I'm going to do mm-hmm. this and then I'm going to worry about it, right? Yeah, what, yeah. What do you see? What are you seeing mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, the uh, um, clients that I work with are, are higher level, like vice presidents, presidents, CEOs, those kind of guys, right? And they're coming to me because they're like, "Oh man, I just had a heart attack, or I, you know, my I got my blood work back and it's terrible, um, and uh, I might have type type two diabetes coming up." And what I find when I start getting into it is that they they have this external manifestation of this internal struggle that they're going through, right? That they've never addressed. They gotten laser focused on running away from the boogeyman for so long and getting the reward of being successful within business that they're like, well, it feels good when I'm really good at doing blank you know, closing deals, making money, whatever the case is. And then I start feeling the breath of the boogeyman on the back of my neck again, and I go forward. And what happens is that because they're so good at this venture, they they put all that time, but they also continue to live life, aka they start getting a, a wife, right? Or a husband, and then they start having kids and all that, which all starts sucking more time. So from one point where they had a lot of distance with their boogeyman, right? 
Now all of a sudden they don't have that same distance because their kids are asking and like, dad, why aren't you at home? And wife's being upset because it's like, you know, listen, we got to get the kids to soccer practice. And so then there has to be some type of, you have to find the space somewhere and you have to start giving up elsewhere. And a lot of people give up their health. Right. And all of a sudden they, they start 20 pounds, 30 pounds heavier. They're not sleeping at night. They have insomnia because their minds are racing because they're mouth breathing all throughout the day. Cause they're just <laughs> in this sympathetic state. Right. And they just are laser focused running from the boogeyman the entire time. And so really what I do is I help these hard chargers really create space. Cause that's really what they need. Hey, do it. You're great at what you do. You're a Ferrari, right? Ferraris can be parked in a parking spot and everybody who walks by goes, that's a fast ass car. Nobody needs to see it going 160. Yet for a lot of hard chargers, they think they need to be pinned at 160 to prove to everybody, right? And it's like, dude, just let off the gas a little bit. You're still a Ferrari. You still can go at any point. You can go from zero to 160 in a snap of a finger. You just don't have to have a pin the entire time. So I've really helped to try people like pull back a little bit, open space, then you can find what, what really matters. It's the best analogy I ever heard. I love, I love that. Yeah. They don't have to see it go 160 to know it can go 160. I try to tell everybody I could seriously quit all my businesses, all my coaching and only focus on one topic for the next 60 years of my life and still wouldn't get to the bottom of it. And it's just what you described as an entrepreneur. Can I take my foot off the gas and turn the flame back on? Mm -hmm. That's right. Right? And so when in reference to your boogeyman, understand that the boogeyman is undefeated and, and, and it manifests in ways that you don't understand. And and I'll, I'll use myself as a reference point. Okay. We're in Sedona for two weeks. I have a habit of being able to pick, a great masseuse for some reason, like a bodywork guy. Like I always find the best dude. Well, I officially found, sorry to anybody that's listening that is still my bodywork guy. This dude is like old European, not really much of a, uh, actually pretty funny, but like a dry humor, but a fucking assassin. This dude, like literally I'm hurting so bad today. Um, <laughs> and he went to town. Like, he's like, listen, only like five people in the world can do what I do. And he's like, I'm fucking you up. And he's like, cry, cuss, I don't care. He's like, you have a lot of trapped emotions in your body and I'm going to get these out, right? And I was thinking to myself the entire time, I'm in almost literal tears. Uh, Two things were taking place, okay? Two things. Every time I would breathe properly, the pain would subside. And the second thing I was thinking of, if I'm doing this much for myself, if I'm working out twice a day, if I'm drinking water, if I don't eat bread, if I don't eat, if I eat perfectly, if I uh, talk to amazing people and I take care of myself, I travel, I'm around great people. If I still hurt, then what the fuck do the rest of y'all feel like? <laughs> That's for real. That's for real. 100%. It's the truth, right? Yeah. And so here's my theory. This is my theory I've gained in the last six months. I actually don't think people are assholes. And I don't think they're mean people. Mm -hmm. I think they feel like shit. Mm -hmm. 100%. And, you know, in in, uh, 
the, the training with in lifted, right? We talk about projections and the, the important parts of projections. Yes. There's, there's two parts, right? When you project onto somebody else, your emotions, your feelings, right? What's going on. And you want to point the finger at somebody else. That's one piece. But another piece is being able to recognize when people are projecting on you because it gives you a sense of peace. Like, Oh damn, I see where you're coming from. You're probably really hurt. You're probably really sad. Right. Instead of getting defensive about it, I, I, I get into this empathetic state of like, man, why would you say those things? Because a person who's content, happy, and full of love doesn't say things that tear people down or beat people down. You know, they, they, they say things that are purely uplifting because they're already lifted, you know? So having that process of being able to know when you're projecting and also when people are projecting on you, like that's to your point, a lot of people are really upset in life and they're just projecting on everything. I think one of the hard things, and my mom told me this, like, you know, I, I texted my mom the other day and I said, if I would just listen to you for most of my life, my life would have been a lot easier. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, that's the text I've been waiting for for 39 years. Yes, so it was. <laughs> <laughs> she and, could die a happy but, woman now. Yeah. But, but I said this, when you are an alpha and a type A personality, you spend your whole life thinking, why aren't you like me, right? Mm. And do this and be this, right? And I did that when I got sober. Like, hey, you don't understand that you'll feel better if, you, yeah. if, you, if you're sober. And my coach was like, get off your high horse, you piece of shit. Like, that's not nice, you know? But it was, it was my first, it was my second business partner ever. He had worked with me for six months and he sent me this text. He said, hey, man, I love you to death. He said, but we're not you. And if you run us like you, this is going to be a really short partnership. Mm. And it was the first time in my life I go, oh, okay, I, everybody's their own person. And, right. and I can't project who I want to be or what I want to do on them and, and kind of have to open my ears yeah. and hear them and let them be them. And that was kind of like the, which I think, Cause I'm going to spend all next month on leadership. I think that's mm. true leadership. Yeah. 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 Well, well 100%. Uh, you know, it, it's such a good point. Cause I, I, there was a point in my career. This is, this is actually where I, where I truly found God is I was running a, a, a gym, managing a gym and I was just going at a thousand miles an hour. I was just like, Nope. I won't sleep. I will constantly work while the rest of the team wasn't working at my level. And I was starting to chip away at them, right? Beat them down. Like, okay, all right, sure. I've already spent three hours working and you're just starting to work. Nice try, right? And it was such a dick move. And it wasn't until I was sitting there and I was working and everybody else was working out. The whole other team was working out, creating community, right? Decompressing. And I was just, dude, just this gremlin, right? And it, God just slapped me across the face right there. And was just like, no longer will you act this way. And it was like out of nowhere. And I was like, what? And I took my laptop and I closed my laptop and went, shit, I've been doing this wrong. I got up went to the very first person I saw and I, and I said, Hey man, I'd like to take you out to lunch tomorrow. And I did that with every single one of my coworkers 
and the people I managed until I got through every single one. And I apologized and I said, you're never going to see that guy again. And sure, sure shouldn't enough. Like they didn't see that guy again. And my leadership and how they respected me 10 X, right? Cause they respect me how hard I worked, but they didn't respect me because I was saying like, you're not going at 160. And what I didn't realize is that, you know what? A garbage truck isn't going to go at 160. Yet they have a job to be done, right? Mm-hmm. A semi truck is not going to go at 160. Yet they have a job to be done, you know? And knowing that there's different calibers in work and work power and work output uh, and being able to go, okay, cool. Yeah. It's tough. I just, I just started coaching two companies, two different business sectors. And I asked the CEOs of one of the companies, what business they're in. And they said, we're in health insurance. And I said, no, you're not. You are in the Mm. people business. Right. Mm. And the other spaces in crypto and everything. And and he said, listen, I built businesses before I've been in the startup world. And he goes, the number one thing that I haven't done is I haven't really asked my employees what they want. And what I mean by that is like, not what they want in business because they're the best of what they do, but what they want for themselves. Right. And I think that we have to ask ourselves as a business owner and as a person, just in general, matriarch of your family in a relationship as a father, I was going to say this earlier, but I forgot. This is the most important thing that I wish men especially would do. You know, what do we do as men? We say, um, Uh, I'm working my ass off for you, right? We always say that for you. And I want what you do when you say for you, I want your kids and your wife to look at you and goes, we didn't ask you. Uh Okay. And that's the holy fuck moment, but here's the bigger moment. And this is where you can turn it on its head. If you just admit that it's for you, then you can own up to it and move on with your day. Look guys, I don't need six businesses and I don't need to make the biggest impact in the world. And I don't need to do all the things, but I do. Right. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. I've made peace with it because it's for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think when you come to that place, that's a holy shit, unstoppable place because then you can separate out. This is for me, but this is what you need. So let me give you that so I can be over here and go do what I need. That's the rub (sighs) is that most men are like, Hey, 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 you're, you're trying to keep me from it. No, motherfucker. They're asking for this time. Yes. So then you can go do that whenever you want. Yes. Yes. It's the, it's the mix of false identity that, that, you know, hard chargers will get into as, as being like, well, this is actually all for me because either I'm terrified of facing the boogeyman. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep charging or I love the reward of success, you know, and then I can kind of point it over here. And be like, well, see, I'm making all this money so we can take all these trips and do all these things and yada, yada, and so on and so forth. But I can tell you from personal experience, my dad worked two jobs. I didn't see him. I would wait until midnight to try to stay up as a young child to see my dad. I give two shits whether you work two jobs or not, right? Yet, if we get caught in this identity, just like you said, of like, oh, yeah, I'm doing all this for you. Instead of just going like, no, I am doing this for me. And here's why. And when men start asking, answering the why or the because, I do this because for me, 
now we're starting to, to be able to deconstruct this false identity, construct the true identity, and then make the right decisions, right? Outside of that true identity towards our family, our friends, our hobbies, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And what do you think is the, where do, where does somebody even start? If there's somebody listening right now, they're new in the business world, or they're just kind of stuck where they are, like, what's the, you know, what's the, what's the move? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, the five whys is one of the easiest ways to get down to, to, to the dirt of things. So what, what are you stuck in right now? What is something that you're feeling that you're stuck in? You know, say, say it's your, your health, right? Oh man, dude, I, I just don't know why I'm a hundred and you know, hundred pounds overweight. Okay. Answer the why. Why are you a hundred pounds overweight? Oh, well, you know, it's because I'm not working out enough and I really need to get on my diet. Well, why aren't you working out enough and focusing on your diet? Oh, well, you know, time with work really, you know, pulls me away from investing into myself. Why aren't you investing into yourself? Right. It's a simple drill of write it out. And then after you get through your paragraph, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter how, how you end it, put why again and keep answering the why. Because sooner or later, it's going to start off with, I don't know why I'm hundred pounds too. I, I, don't, I don't know why I feel this way. Why, why are you feeling this way? Ooh, that why has to come from somewhere. That feeling had to come from somewhere, right? Now we're starting to touch into you know, I, I, I'm not happy in my relationship or I'm not happy with myself. Or I was told that I, w- I would never be successful by my dad. And so I hate that asshole. And so I do everything I can to be able to prove him wrong. Oh, so that's why you're hundred pounds heavier, right? Cause you're trying to prove your dad wrong, right? It, it's a, it's a big distance between the two, but when you figure it out, now you can start deconstructing it of being able to go, wait, if I let go of this anger for my dad, then maybe, maybe everything else will domino into effect. Dude, I was the poster child for what I describe as a short-term fuel. And, mm. you know, and I think that when your fuel burns different, right? Like I was the fuck you dad, look what I'm going to do. And that got me overweight and alcoholic and in a shitty uh, marriage and an angriest book. Yeah. And yeah, that might've got me my first couple of investments, but it wasn't going to be something that I could go over the long term with. Right. And so now, because my why is to impact as many people and lift up as many humans as possible, that fuel gets me up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And I ask them all the time, you know, I tell people all the time, like I, I would probably get like two DMs a week. Like, what time do you go to bed in the morning, right? That's the, the question I get. And I want to tell them, like, you're asking the wrong question. Mm. The question that you should be asking is, what gets me up in the morning that I have the fire that I do in my belly? That's the question mm. you should be asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. <laughs> you know what I tell everybody? It's like asking the fishermen how the fish tastes instead of asking how it caught so many. Yes. Oh man. Well, finding that passion, right? That passion that points towards it. And you nailed it. Like 
I mean, shoot, you can fuel yourself with passion and drinking, you know, uh, sex, drugs. Yeah, you can fuel yourself with, with that with passion there. Uh, yet when you when you switch that passion out and you put it towards a common good, particularly for others, it's almost a it's almost a different fuel. Like you almost burn at a different. I get like you ran dude, it jet fuel, but it's like almost a dude, different fuel. Dude, I had true story, and I, mm-hmm. I haven't even shared this yet because I'm still, to be honest with you, haven't digested it. Okay, mm-hmm. my, my first business partner, who is one of the greatest humans in the world, um, when I started, we we kind of separated for a while. Uh, we owned a house together, but we weren't really speaking. There was some egos involved. I wasn't in a good place. We have reconnected over the last year and, and created, sold a house and created a new business together. And he texted me and he said that you are the mentor and the figure, the leader of a community and who you are as a person is who I've been looking for my whole life. And thank you for being that person, even more than my dad. Wow. And I was like, what? Mm. and like but like to like digest that just to like put it in context for people like i didn't directly do anything to him it's just me being myself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so my 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 hope is that you understand that everybody's watching that's right and they'll get a lot more from you by what you do than what you say you're going to do that's right. Get into the arena, right? Step mm-hmm. into the arena, you know, where all the eyes are on you. You know, you could talk, you could talk about your, your battle plan or, you know, what you're, what you're going to wear into the arena or practice the entire time. Yet the person who steps in the arena and gets their head cut off is still somebody that they saw, you know, like you, they still know nothing about you because you're not in the arena, but they know about the guy who got his head cut off. You know, yeah. and, and we just can't be afraid to, to step in the arena and, and get our head cut off, you know, and all right, well, figure out the next thing. And, and, and something I told him, you, you probably see this a lot in your coaching. Like I had a new client tell me like, we're talking Airbnbs and he's like, he's like, man, I'll just be honest with you. Like, dude, I'm like, I think I'm over my head. He's like, I'm over my head with this. Like, I don't know if I could do this. And I was like, well, of course you can't do it. Because you're looking at yourself through your past version of who you once were. That's right. But now you have me as a coach and let's talk in a month and see how far you come. Yes. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Well, and we have to be comfortable too with the constriction, right? There's going to be constriction before expansion. Look at birth, right? There's no expansion before constriction, right? It's, oh crap, I'm birthing this child. Everything is getting tight. Everything is getting painful yet. Then the birth happens, the expansion happens and you have this beauty, you know, uh, uh, weightlifting, right. It constriction before expansion, right. And being able to, to be aware and in the moment of, Oh crap, this feels heavy. I'm scared. Am I going to pull this off? Good. Feel the constriction, allow it to come get fear right next to you so that you can know its name, right? Put your arm around anxiety and doubt and be able to go, Hey guys, come closer. No, I want you even closer and closer because now if I have my arms around you, 
I have control. But if I'm trying to push away fear and anxiety, right? I'm I'm taking energy, trying to push them out when they're oh, they've always been part of me. And they they're part of me just like joy is, and celebration is, and winning is. And when I say, all right, guys, come closer, I'll feel this constriction because I know expansion's coming. See, I actually think that it's a counterintuitive argument because I actually don't think that failure is the problem. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I think it's more scary to win and continue to win and be fucking happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm dead. You're just waiting for the shoe to drop, waiting for the shoe to drop because mm-hmm. negativity and, and safety zone and comfort, that's like a warm coat. Mm-hmm. And winning is like some beast that you need to tame. Like I had a great year. Well, I need to go out and double that. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if I'm capable, right? Mm. But I'm, I'm reading. So I'm only reading one author this month. I've read like 15 of his books or short books. Mm-hmm. And he's a high level coach, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Sullivan. And he's, he calls this a uh, technique called the four C's, right? And he says, what happens when you start something new is that this is how people are looking at it. They're hoping they get the confidence. Then when they get the confidence, they'll get the c- capacity. When they get the capacity, they'll, uh, they'll get the commitment and then they'll get, you know, all that stuff. And what he says is you actually need to get the commitment first. Mm-hmm. And then when you make the commitment, then you get the capacity, then you get, uh, all this and then you yeah. get the confidence. Yeah. And, and so like, I think people have it backwards and, and ultimately like one of the things that I do with everybody that's in business with me is I make them, um, take a class, take a course or like get in the mastermind. And, and I say, and I ask him one question, why do you think that I made you go sign up for that and, and everything? And they'll go, oh, it's, and then they think when, before they signed up that it's for the knowledge that the course will give them, but that's not what they get out of it. What do you mm-hmm. think they get out of it? Uh, the, the challenge of, of something new. And they also get this little nugget. They look at the guy selling the course and they go, oh, he's no better than me. I'm ready to go. Mm. <laughs> 100%. 100%. I mean, oh man, you just nailed it on there. I've done so many different you know, classes and courses and paid and, and you get in there and, and you go, huh, that's it, huh? Just like that? That's how you do it? Wait, my, not only that, you're not even that good at it. Yeah. Hey, how much are you charging? Huh? And I was worried about charging two thousand. Man, uh, I'm gonna double that. And I think one of the bigger issues, especially as coaches, and what we deal with, which I would probably say is the hardest thing in the world, is pricing. Is there's yeah. a lot of imb- imbeciles that are charging ten times more than me. So here's here's my new thing. Here's what yeah. I say. Here's what I say because I saw it on a meme and I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. He says, Hey, do you think I can get a discount? You know, uh, I'd like to pay less. And all you say is, yeah. And I got a lot of people that are paying more. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Isn't that funny? The, the amount of people, ah, man, no, no, go off on it because I would say the amount of people that beg and plead, I'll do anything to get on a call with you. I'm an addict or I want to yeah, Airbnb. Right, right. They schedule a call. They don't show up to it. It happens twice a week. Like you're never getting that opportunity again. That's right. But if I make them charge, if I charge them for a shitload of money, 
Guess what? They, they show, show up. up. <laughs> they show up. And that's like, I don't, I don't, the only time that I will do a call that isn't paid at this point is that if it is a, a clarity call in which they've been nurtured and they're interested, they really feel that, oh, no, this guy's really going to get a solve, solve an issue here. And it's the clarity calls only for high ticket sale, you know? Anything that's just like a, a one-off, it's like somebody wants to meet up. Yeah, sure. No problem. Here's my link to my Calendly link and the credit card information's in there, you know, book it. And now I feel good about it because I'm getting paid for my time and you show up because you paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I walked, I would say the most powerful thing I did is uh, I had a client I show up for a month. Um, and I just canceled the invoice and walked away. And it was, I, I left 18 grand on the table and I didn't even give a fuck. And mm-hmm. his assistant reached out to me and she was like, why'd you cancel it? And I'm like, cause he doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck anymore. And, yes. and, and he was like, he kept like asking her why. And I was like, dude, it's not that hard, bro. Like yeah. you didn't want to show up. I'm not wasting my time. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. Let's not, let's not let me play it cool. Like I didn't want the money. That's yeah. not me. Like, cool. That wasn't a big decision, but I made it a big decision that all the time and energy that I was spent on this person mm-hmm. was better spent on other people that actually wanted to be around. That's and right. guess what? Wouldn't you know, I signed three clients that week for double the money. Yeah. 100%. And, and that's when we're, you, you said it to exactly when you're putting your energy into something in which your mind is going, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working, then your mind can't see all the things that are working over here because we have this focus that, oh man, it's not showing up. And this is, it, it's the point of the reticular activating system of being able to focus on the things and create truth and proof of what we're seeing and saying. And by, by you being able to go, nope, gone. I mean, that's such a bold move, right? That I just, you know, <laughs> to be able to go like, oh, 18 Give it up. out yeah. later. And that's, that shows the identity that you have within yourself to be able to go, no, I know my worth and my worth is not waiting around on you. Like, and I hope you see what, true self-worth is here when I say your money doesn't matter. And then that opens you up to go, okay, not what I'm looking at. What do I want to see? And what do I want to receive? Boom. Here comes three new clients, right? At the, at at even better price. That's incredible. Yeah, no. And I think this, um, you know, there is a, um, and I, and I think Unlifted helps with that. And I think Mark helps with that, Mm -hmm. but there is a, you know, I think, that the the conversation that I want to have more that's not had enough, yeah. And it's a it's it's kind of a it's a deep thinking conversation that I don't think enough people want to have because they want to look at it as a as a conceptual business idea. Right. Is that coaching per se is art? It's mm. our art form, right? And so when the exchange of energy or the exchange of um, I'm helping you and and we're doing this. And I'm waiting for the right time to drop this down. And like, there is a, there's a symbiotic art movement yes. of this kind of thing. Right. And if you yes. don't respect it in that light, 
then it becomes, um, it doesn't become as sacred, right? And I think, you know, there's two things that have changed the way that I view myself and view my coaching and just everything. And it was really Chase that brought it to me. I realized that in the beginning of my coaching, my need to get them success or them to have success was victimhood. And that shit blew my brain out the back of my skull. (laughs) And I was like, what? And then it was the switch of, I'm not your hero. I'm your guide. Mm. And I will open the Komodo and you can have everything you want. You can have all the Airbnb knowledge. You can tap into my network. You can have all do that. And all I'm asking you to do is one simple thing. Mm. Show up. That's it. That's it. That's it, dude. You hit something. I love that. I love that. Right. Coach by its definition is you get to the coach, right? You get into the coach. Airplane, train. It's the coach. Oh, where, where are you sitting today? Oh, coach. Right. As coaches, we're the vessel for them, right? It, it, it's not this forced position, but they have to step on. They got to step onto the plane to be able to take the journey, you know? And when they're willing to step on and we as coaches are able to go, cool, now wait until we get into the air. I can show you everything, you know? I can show you everything, but you got to show up and you got to get onto the, to the airplane, for us to be able to take you that that's, that's such a, a great uh, point of, of, of what we do and, and being able to create expansiveness and in a art form, be able to, to show that to ourselves and to the people we're coaching. And I think ultimately, um, you know, I had to, I was pleasurable cause I'm, I'm very tactful these days but I, my girlfriend was like, fuck. She heard a call. She's like, you just, for like 30 minutes, you just fucking eviscerated somebody. And I'm like, well, guess what? It's what he needed, you know? Mm. And then there's other times where he needs his handheld. Like, I think that speed, right? I, I, like, I'm not trying to get like crazy here, but like my mind is like, it's like a, like uh, Angelo Cisco gave me uh, this analogy and I thought it was the best fucking thing in the world. The car change it all the time sometimes you're in a ferrari sometimes you're in a minivan sometimes you're in a truck but the driver stays the same Mm. Mm -hmm. and i think that when you can master the speeds that you need within business you know each new level right new levels new devils and each new environment um you know i don't need to eviscerate a woman the same, my women clients, the same way I do with my men clients, but they're looking for a little David Goggins. Right. Right. And, you know, and, 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 you know, but I think that we're playing this game of putting everybody in a box and saying, this is what it has to be like when ultimately, like what I try to tell my clients all the time is I don't need you to know where the magic's, why the magic's happening. Just let the magic happen. Boom. Boom. Because how many times, let me ask you a serious question. How many times do they think that they're signing up for something and then three months in, you're in a whole different fucking zip code? Oh, dude, the universe, universe. (laughs) Like, 
I mean, nine times out of 10, I mean, a lot of the coaches that, 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 that I talk to, I always tell them, no, 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 give them what they want. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but they will end with what they need. They, they're coming in they're thinking like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. Like that's what, the, you know, with proclivity, it's like, we sell them on metabolic flexibility and we do it on purpose. Come in metabolic flexibility, learn how to tap into the energy you already have to be able to burn more fat quicker and have better energy. People are like, fuck yeah, I want that. Right. <laughs> then they come in and we start dropping right. The, the, the language on them. We start tapping into the uh, different imposters that they have before we know it, they're leaving and starting a business for the first time in 20 years. They've always wanted to do this business and we got them to be able to step in, get their LLC and start their business. Now, did they still get metabolic flexibility? Yeah. We gave them the simple steps, but what was dragging them down was that they were working in a job they freaking hated. And that's what was causing them to stack on the pounds. Because when you're freaking miserable every day, you're going to have the cupcake. When you're freaking miserable every day, right? You're going to be like, I'm too tired to work out. But we get you excited and enlifted, right? Because you came in with what you wanted, but you're leaving with what you needed. And that's a whole different universe of where you thought you were supposed to go. Amazing. Dude, there is a simple thing. And, and I've, I've said it a couple of times. Like if you watch Tony Robbins, his chin is always up, right? Mm. Because he's bringing you up to his level, up to his thing, right? So there is no chance that if I want you to be in a better mood, I can make you in a better mood in like 2.5 seconds <laughs> by shaking my ass. Okay. Right. Like, right. And so here's the deal. Simple fucking tactical fucking shit. Yeah. Try to be angry. Yes. And put on the thong song. <laughs> Try to be angry and put on Backstreet Boys. I fucking I dare, dare you. Because you, you can't. Or uh, Hot Stepper. Or yeah. fucking any of those fucking songs. <laughs> like, that you can't. Yeah. And so, two things. Really simple. Yeah. One which I'm learning every day. This is a fucking odyssey for me. I'm talking about myself. Stop taking myself so goddamn seriously. Mm. One. Second, remember that this is fun. Like if I were to do true story, this is fucking real. It just happened yesterday. I'm (laughs) laughing my fucking ass off. Okay. I'm texting my friend. We're texting back and forth. Yeah. I just had a two time, NBA or uh, MLB all-star on my podcast who just fucking lit it up and he had one too. And yeah. we, he was like, Hey, I just had this guy on. Do you want to have this guy on? And, and so we were like, yeah. So I just met another world series, like three time wow. all-star is coming on my podcast. I'm in Sedona in the middle of a river at 60 degrees outside texting, setting up this appointment with this all-star. And I texted him and I said, who the fuck are we? what is going on right now? Yeah. This is our life. And he, and he just spent a month in the Dominican Republic with his family. Yes. And I'm like, yes. dude, think like two years ago, you and I were hanging out. Can you imagine this is our life now? Yeah. And I think that we need to do that more as people. That's right. That's right. Like, <laughs> dude, that's so awesome. That is so freaking great. You know, like, 
and taking the moments to be able to celebrate, you know, some people might be like listening right now and be like, well, you know, how am I going to ever be talking to an all-star or, you know, being in the Dominican Republic or, you know, whatever the case is. I'm like, you can start celebrating right now, like right now, go outside, right. And recognize the incredible amounts of blessings that you have right now. You know, like you can listen to the thong song right now, right. You can go play right now. You know, it, too often we get stuck into the, 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 the future of like, oh, when I get to blank to blank. Yet, if you start celebrating the smallest things right now, when you do get to the Dominican Republic, when you are hanging out with MLB all-stars, right? You go, you can look back the three years before and go, and I love that then too. And I love yeah. this. And guess what? When the future comes, I'm going to love that as well. And I'm going to wait every single day. Dude, I was thinking about it all day today because we have had a really good day. Like, I cannot wait to post yes. about this Friday because uh, we closed. It looks like we're going to close on $1.7 million worth of real estate this week alone. Wow. Um, uh, I got uh, a management contract in Playa del Karma for my Airbnb management company. So she's like, yes. can you fly down to Playa del Karma? I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll be yeah. there. <laughs> and so, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, but you know what it was? And this is all great, dude. Sure. I'm all happy and I'll mm -hmm. fucking play the song and yeah. I'll keep working. I still have a busy week of work. But you know what keeps coming up to me in my head? Mm. It's this word. The, these, uh, these two words. Decide and choice. I made a decision yeah. that, I need, that I was going to be better. Mm. That I was going to get sober. I was going to lose weight. I was going to be happy no matter what. Nice. And I made a choice to do it. Mm. And we don't know where we're going to go. We don't know how high this is going to go. But ultimately, I was texting my friend the other day, and she's one of my really good friends. And I randomly ran into a coffee shop four years ago. I saw her on Instagram. I walked in the door. For two hours, she said, look, I know you're going to be successful, but who's going to be around when you're on the mountaintop? Because you hate everybody and you're pushing everybody away and you're a bloody knuckle climber. And she said, is that what you want to be? Why don't you talk to your dad? Why do you still drink every day? Like, I mean, really tough fucking questions. I'm sitting there just bawling in the fucking goddamn coffee shop. And I said, uh, she goes, she'll never take credit for it because she said, you did the work. But every month I send her a text and I say, because of you, because you asked the right questions, I've impacted thousands. Because of one conversation, I've impacted thousands and maybe millions when I get walk off the surf. Like those conversations, those calls, those things that you miss, that could have been your moment because you didn't want to show up for yourself. Get into the arena. Like get 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 yourself there. And you never know who's watching. And you never know who's listening. And, and to, and to have that moment to be able to, to be in the and, room. And here's the, here's the most important thing about what you just said. 
And it's not for you to decide who the fuck's listening yeah. or even how they take it. That's because right. my hope is simple this. My hope is this podcast right here, Yeah. five years from now, it hits somebody right when they need it. Mm. No doubt. That's my, that's my hope. And so this is a marker that can continue to give people something for the rest of its life or the rest of its existence. And by you not saying what you need to say, by you not starting the business, by you not starting the podcast, by you not being the best version of yourself, you are robbing the fucking world of your gift and we're nowhere. Yes. Yes. That's solid. So solid. (laughs) I want to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. So my man, yeah. Wow, dude. I won't fucking jump off this balcony right now. I'm so fired up. Let's go, dude. Uh, how, how do they find out about you? How do they follow you? Yeah, man. If, I don't even think we got your name. In the whole dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, dude. Yeah, I can just be ghost. <laughs> you don't even, you guys don't even I got a song. Know. I got a song for you. It's killer. Go, yeah, it's, it's called Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I really do. It's a really good song. But how do they find you? You can, you can go to www.proclivity.co. That's our website. You can find me on Instagram, Joel Cochran underscore, or shoot me an email, Joel at proclivity dot co if you guys are interested in being able to unwind those uh boogeymans from the past to be able to find the best body and the best life that you're looking to live wonderful guys if you got some uh, value from this send it to your friends share it with somebody to get some value and we'll see you next time so yeah Thank you for listening to Construct Your Life with Austin Lenny. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to start constructing your life by taking immediate action on what you learn. For show notes, resources, and more information on -on one-on-one coaching with Austin, visit constructyourlifepodcast.com.